I just came to say that um, I'm going to be ending season three. Season three is um, getting ready to end and I'm getting ready to start season four. Um, so um, I'm going to kind of like, you know, take these two months. I mean, when I'm, it's not even two months. Yeah, I'm going to take a few weeks <laughs> to, you know, um, well, I already have, you know, topics for season four. Um, I just finished my course in Stress Every my stress uh, and relaxation um, class and share some of the relaxation techniques that I used already and just to introduce some new ones. started first we're going to start off with how people react to stress different people react to stress in different ways and it's kind of how we grew up um seeing our parents or adults react to stress um my grandma was a stressor she used to stress a lot and she had high blood pressure and i literally saw stress just like suck her life force and that was stress Stress will suck your life force, you know, if you don't um, know how to how to handle it or go about it. So um, we all know what stress is. There was actually some, um, there were some, like, um, what do you call these things? There was like a checklist. I'm going to say like a checklist, and it was called Schedule of Recent Experiences, where you write how many times that you have been through an experience, kind of like, okay, so like, um, change in residence. How many, how many times this year have you changed residence? And you're going to times that by 20. And then at the end, you, you tally up your score to see, you know, how stressed you are from, I think, the, um, it's between... 200 to 299 or 150 to 299 or something like that but i did that and it wasn't too high of course so uh, i'm going to go to another one like body scanning and how to scan your body into knowing if you have um just to be aware of the aches and the pains that are through that are that you feel throughout your body so that you can um release this tension in your muscles and so um body scanning is an exercise where you close your eyes and you um you start from your toes and you go all the way up to your head so when you're checking these um these areas of your body and you're doing this body scan you're going to pick up you're going to recognize and observe the tense spots and areas that are in your body say like you have some tense a tense area around your ankle you're gonna um you know feel it be aware of it and then you know kind of calm and relax that muscle you're gonna do this do this without you're gonna do this throughout your whole body it's kind of like letting go of your body like letting go of those tensions you know being tense is kind of like um or when you release tension it kind of like feel like you there's a weight being lifted off when you um do this body scan 
um, it's very beneficial to know where you have body aches and pains because maybe that can be something more serious, uh, especially if you're trying to relax that muscle or try to release the tension and it won't release. Probably something too that you have been holding on for a long time and needs more like a deeper, a deeper cleansing. So breathing. I remember when, um, first of all, we don't breathe right. <laughs> I noticed that. Um, we actually supposed to breathe from our abdominal and our di- um, diaphragm. And that's how babies sleep. And that's how adults are supposed to sleep. But we get so stuck into our head that we actually forget and how to breathe. Um, when you breathe, you typically have two patterns. A chest um, breathing or an abdominal breathing. And the abdominal breathing, breathing is, the, is the breathing where you're pushing things out. Like your inhale... You know, you and you exhale, letting go of the bullshit, literally, literally. But breathing, like that's how I started. The next one is gonna be, um, well, let me tell you this quick breathing exercise that I learned too. So to know if you're properly breathing right, you can put your hand, one of your hands, on your abdomen, abdomen, and breathe like you're normally would breathe. Don't try to control it. I know it's difficult, but you know, you just try to breathe normally. And then you make sure that you pay attention to your hand on your abdomen and see if your hand is going up and down when you exhale or when you inhale to make to make sure you're breathing and exhaling from your abdomen. You can either do the sitting up or um, laying down. So um, we have um, mindful breathing where you notice your breathing, you count your breath. It's kind of like a... Um, kind of like a mindful meditation it's pretty much what that is it's where you sit relax calm and you count your breaths but it's like meditation it's a form of meditation and then it's kind of like even if you um now of course people think that meditation is where you stop your thoughts nope it's not that you can act i mean meditation is kind of like just quieting your mind trying getting the practice of trying to quiet your mind because we have so much static so much things going on in our mind we have the present and the freaking past i mean not the present we have the past and the future in our mind we are like literally never in the present and that's kind of what meditation is it kind of like bring you to the present and your breath is the present it's the now it's the here and so when you are mindful breathing or mindful meditation of course there's some thoughts that's going to come up but it's just you know kind of revert back you know kind of revert back to um go back to what you were doing so i'll give you like this example so it's inhale and remember to breathe into my belly. That's the thought. Exhale. One. Inhale. Exhale. Two. Inhale. Exhale. Three. My shoulders are really tight. Sensations. Thought. Inhale. Exhale. Four. Inhale. Oh, it feels good to let go of that tension. Sensation. Feeling. Thought. Exhale. One. Inhale. Exhale. Two. Did I look? Lock the front door when I came home. Tension in my chest, holding my breath. You, yes, relief. Thoughts, sensations, feelings. I can't do this. Thought, remember to breathe. Now, where was I? More thoughts. And you see how you kind of like get off the focus of inhaling and exhaling, but you just bring your back yourself back to your breath. You're, you bring yourself back. You see how I said we think in the past and in the future when <laughs> when she was trying to relax. She's saying and just thinking of if she locked her front door. Do you see? Do you see? <laughs> we have to release 
Relief. This is going to be the release. Alternate nostril breathing. Yeah, it's probably just too loud. So, now the next one is progressive um, relaxation. Where, um, for this, it's kind of like the same thing, you know, releasing tension in your body like this one is kind of like a more slower process where you're it's kind of like to me progressive relaxation is kind of like a form of reiki because it's it's kind of like um what you do like a body scan and this time you're going to each muscle group to release the different tensions like every single muscle group you're going to um release tension we're not gonna um do this one because that's just like the um this one that we just did now meditation i'm not sure there's too many people meditation um do meditation but it is very um beneficial so medic meditation your heartbeat and breathing rates slow down um your oxygen consumption falls by 20 percent your blood lactate levels and drop but they tend to rise when stress or fatigue. And that's why it is, um, that's why meditation is so beneficial. So skin resistance to electrical currents, a sign of relaxation increases fourfold. EEG ratings of brainwave patterns indicate increased alpha activity, another sign of relaxation. So I remember when I first started meditating, I, I started meditating probably like in 2007. Because I just, met um my first daughter um daddy and he brought a lot of that with him like that like like things like this i'll tell you that first book that he wrote on the law of attraction that's where it started at. and then we will have conversations about things like this so um i actually started implementing like when we have like we'll have conversations so i remember when i didn't i wasn't pregnant yet no i, I wasn't pregnant yet but uh, I remember that I just needed a job. And so I remember that I would be, I would just get a chair. I'll sit it in, in my, in my room. And I'll just think of like having a, like first I was focusing on my breath because I wasn't as good with visualization. And we're going to get to that next because that's a, um, that's also a stretch um, and relaxing, relaxation technique. And so when I, I needed a job, that's all I knew. So I would sit in this chair. I would focus on my breath. Like I count my breath. And then um, I did did this every day for like a week. And then I remember my brother. And we weren't even talking at that time. I remember when he came and told me about this job from somebody else. And I was like, oh, like it was like a guaranteed job. So then I was like, wow, like this, like all I kept seeing was me in the apron. That's all I kept seeing. And I'm like, I don't know where this apron's going to come from. But I just know I need a job. And I remember the time I went there, I, I got the job. I also found out I was pregnant at this job, too. But meditation, um, mindful meditation is very beneficial. You know, it um, it's grounding. Um, it focuses on your breath. It helps you to know how to breathe, to learn how to breathe collect correctly. And it also has... Um, keeps you with an, uh, a, a great attitude. People who meditate have great attitudes because they have they have a form of relaxation that 
most people don't know how to do so that um it's kind of like it's like an important element of relaxation because you can meditate anywhere you can be in a crowd and you can literally just close your eyes and count your breath in a crowd it's um it's very beneficial so type one so there are three types of meditations but there's more than that but i think in this we only did probably like three of them different types of them so there's mantra meditation and mantras is something that you it's could be a symbol or a word that you can repeat over and over or a symbol that you can hold in your mind during your process mantras now i talked about sigils in my last um in my last segment what i forgot to say is about cultural sigils right now i have the norse um what is it um um of i think it's the It's North Mythology, and I also... Sorry, guys, this thing is... So, like I was saying, I have the Ham of All, which is North Mythology. It's a protection sigil that I have hanging up in my room. And I also have the Eye of Ra. I have a tattooed on me. And I also have the necklace. I, I tattooed it on me twice. I have it on me twice. And then I have um, the necklace. Those are all protection, protective sigils. There are cultural um, sigils that are ancient and that have a lot of um, heka to them i'm going to get into that too i've been reading this book um called egyptian magic and egyptian and this is completely off but i'm gonna get back to what i was saying but in egyptian magic they call their magic heka so people i'm I'm gonna explain that because that's a very interesting book i'm almost finished with it so back to the three types of meditations so there's the mantra meditation um and then there is um the sitting meditation the one where you can like focus on your breath then there's the breath counting meditation where you actually count your breath and then there's eating meditation which is something that i had just heard of eating meditation there's walking meditation there's seeing meditation um we all know that you can walk and that's a great meditation when you're walking so the eating meditation is kind of like where you kind of like have your food in front of you and you're doing and you're going by all of the senses with your eating or with your meal it's kind of like smell how does the food smell how does the food taste how does the food look like you're doing this meditation while you're eating so that your full undivided focus is going to be on your food now visualization now this is my ram i'm great at visualization um i'm a writer like i have imagination out of the world so like visualization it 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 ain't kind of like never been hard for me but um i had to just strengthen it up so there's types of visualizations. Um, everybody visualizes, and visualizations can be daydreams, it can be memories, and it also can be inner talk. So um, receptive visualization is where you relax your mind and you sketch a scene or a question and you wait for the response. You can hear it or you can smell it or you are, or you'll get your answer with the um, five senses. Then there's program visualization where you create an image um, 
and you um you imagine she would feel the pressure of running like it's kind of like um i just read this you create an image replete with sights tastes sound and smells and then you imagine a goal that you want to attain so it's kind of like um it's kind of like visual like a vision board like like you want a certain car so you're gonna cut out an image of the exact car that you want and then you know post it on there i did a vision board many times but i've just started hanging things up in my room like yeah instead of like doing the vision board and then there are apps it's this app that i've got called let me see this app is called manifest yeah i think it's called manifest and it's like a white background with like a black um figure in the background and i use that it's like a a law of attraction app like manifest pretty much what it said and you can put like upload your pictures like anything that you want like a car your house business you know whatever you can upload these pictures and up to this app and it'll remind you every day to come through to this app and you know look at your images and repeat your affirmation it got affirmations and it got visualizations on it that you um that you do and you set the time when you want to repeat it and say your affirmations and your um incantations and then um yeah you can go from there you can set what time and what days you want them to remind you to look at your manifestation um journal well electronic digital journal so there's guided visualization where um where it's kind of like it's kind of like a secret a secret spot like that you that you pretty much um created on your own in complete detail um i created a special place that i go to when i don't want to be here pretty much (laughs) pretty much when i just don't want to be here so i create um this place in my head when um well, I just kind of just don't want to be here, and it's just too much. So we have eye relaxation, and it's called palming. So palming is when you put your palms over your eyes, your eyes are under their clothes, where you block out the light. So um, and you see in the color black. Um, sometimes you may see like other images, other colors, but you're gonna just focus on the black, and then you're gonna remember the black. You're gonna continue to do this for three, three to two, for two to three minutes focusing on your um on the black and then um it's kind of like a sense of like a relaxation it's also a technique that you can use like when you um find yourself going overboard with your thoughts like <laughs> you can just put your hands on your over your eyes that's also a, um a type of um hiki reiki up to my hiki uh, um a t- I'm going to do this on our website, so I'm not going to go through this too much. Um, I'm going to create, I'm going to start back up my notes itself, but I'm not going to be on Facebook. Sorry, not sorry. I'm, I'm just can't do it. I can't do that in that um, energy. We're not trying to fake it. It's not. So we're going to go through, um, I'm going to do all of this um, refuting irrational ideas.
So now this is when um, we get stuck into environmental events or just events that happen throughout our life. Then we create perceptions about the event. Then we interpret self-talk, irrational ideals, and then it's an emotional, physical um, response. And that's where diseases usually come from when um, we just have negative self-talk and just absorbing like negative energy and fear. You know, fear can literally kill you. So um, it can change your emotions, your sensations, and your behavior. So what we did was a beliefs inventory, and it was like agree, disagree about um, about this thing that we believe. Kind of like one of them is I hate to fail at anything. Is this agree or disagree? So I often worry about how much people approve of and accept me. And then you just go back through it and see how much of it is a belief, how much of it is holding you back. Some beliefs can like hold you back. Like if you feel like you don't have help with certain things or if you feel like nobody's really paying you no attention and you have the fear of, of just not being paid attention, like that will stop you. Kind of like, kind of like how in the beginning when I first started my YouTube and even my podcast when I didn't know who was listening and then it's like, it's like I can't, then I was noticing people who was on, who had like different platforms like YouTube and things like that who who had channels and even though they didn't have as many views they kept going they kept making videos they kept doing it and eventually their channel grew you know it'd be the thing that we tell ourselves you know that we can't do it and we can't um get through to certain but mm -hmm. no so irrational there was an irrational ideas checklist and this was um kind of like um, so is it absolute necessity for an adult to have love and approval from peers, family, and friends? Which, of course, we do, but um, it can cause us mystery, misery if we feel like no one cares about, cares about us. And that's why we have to develop self-love before we decide to, you know, impede on people having to love us. So number two, it says you must be unfailingly competent, successful, and almost perfect and all that you undertake so even though we look on tv and we think the people and these celebrities are perfect everybody has problems we may even they may even have most self-esteem we may not even know about it number three certain people are evil wicked and villainous and should be punished okay i'm going to understand that one when um I mean, it's kind of like we live in the world of duality, so of course you're gonna have with the people. Um, number four, it is horrible when people and things are are not the way you would like them to be. Sometimes things are not going to go how we like them, and then sometimes it's not even to go on our own time. Some like it's not for us to know. It's like you may think you want some at a time when it's like no spirits like no you're not ready for this shit like if you was to have it this and this and this would happen compared to if you wait and learn a little bit more pick up a little bit more then when you do receive it like you will know what to actually do with it so five external events cause most human misery people simply react as events trigger their emotions i completely agree with that we get overly and we get very emotional when things don't go our way or when um 
people are not doing or behaving that we expect for them to behave. I'm going to go through all these. You should feel fear or anxiety about anything that is unknown, uncertain, or potentially dangerous. That's when visualization comes in so that you won't feel so you won't feel bombarded about not knowing what's going on or set your attentions like before you go places. Set your attentions on whether it's it don't matter what it is. Set your attentions before you go and match those attentions. You know, don't go be going out being mad, but you expect people to be nice to you. Hell, that's not how the hell that works. You put out that mad energy and you want to attract mad people out, out there. Okay, so um, number seven, it is easier to avoid than to face life's difficulties and responsibilities. So this is where things start piling up on you if you don't take care of it and you just start just forgetting about things because you feel like you've been weighed down. You know, you still have to take care of your things, you know, separate things, separate your work from your personal life, you know, and that'll kind of like, um, that'll kind of like help on what your, where your priorities need to be at. Number eight, you absolutely need something other or stronger or greater than yourself to rely on. Which is, uh, yeah, you can look towards spirit and pray and do all of that. But um, I don't think you need someone that's stronger or greater than yourself that you have to rely on. Of course, we have friends and probably family members that we can call and we can talk to. But mm -mm, relying on people always gives you disappointment when you can just rely on yourself and get the best way you know how. check your resources you know number nine the past has a lot to do with determining the present like i said we always in the past or in the future and when we always thinking about the past we can bring up situations from the past and they can come up in our future kind of like we already know about relationships and we know that we have past relationships that we sometimes bring up in new relationships or we start doing things that we did in the past relationships and it comes in the new relationship so uh the past does have to do with the present but you can change it just by changing your thoughts just by changing your behavior just by changing your perception of things so number 10 happiness can be achieved by inaction passivity and endless leisure So you can be happy. You you don't have to be relaxed to be happy. Like people go on vacation and have a ball and just and 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 they give out so much energy. Like it's I mean you can you can move and still be happy. Like you can go on vacation and still be happy. And you can also experience endless leisure mentally. Like you can always escape in your head mentally, no matter where you are. So we have other irrational ideas and beliefs and thoughts. So um, another one, this is like 11, people are fragile and should never be hurt. While we know there are people that are fragile, um, you still should be able to know how to um, communicate your feelings. And that's when that's why some people don't communicate their feelings and say certain things because they feel like people are fragile and, and they won't be able to handle it. And I can't agree. That has like especially on social media, oh my gosh. <sighs> especially on social media where even on um even what's even reality shows where people take people get one thing and they blow it up. Like say somebody's talking about you or saying some things about your head. It's like that's a highlight 
people really get upset about that i used to get mad about that too like as i used to get so mad and then now i'm looking back it's like why why did i get mad in the first place like what was i getting mad for now it's like uh I really, like, it ain't that I don't care, but it's like, uh, that's not my focus caring about other people's feelings before I care about mine. That is so backwards. No, even if you do hurt people's feelings, sometimes people feel it need to be hurt. That's just what it is. I, yeah, I said it. Some people feel it need to be hurt because I feel like sometimes people, I, I, know I know this, I know people that I like this personally where throughout their life, people have allowed them to be toxic and nobody has said anything to them. So then they'll get to the right person where it's like, you're not going to talk to me like that. You out your fucking mind. And that's why they get their first cursing out. So it's kind of like, we're going to forget about people being fragile. Yeah, that maybe people be, that may, are, they may are people that you may have to be a little sensitive with, that um, they are really fragile and they just don't like people. I remember I was like that. When I was a kid, I didn't like people screaming at me. I used to cry. Like, I did not like that shit. Don't scream at me. Like, I didn't like it. I would cry so um yeah like like people like that that are just like sensitive and like introverts i'm talking about people like that but the people who just rude and nasty and 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 toxic and just that they can talk to everybody how they want to and they done came to that right person that person and check their ass that's what i'm talking about (laughs) that's what i'm talking about so on number 12 good relationships are based on mutual sacrifice and a focus on giving um, so this belief rests on the assumption that it is better to give than to receive. It is, it is expressed in a reluctance to ask for what you want and need and the anticipation that you, that your hidden needs will be divided and provided for. And that's what we, that's what a lot of us do in relationships. We don't say what we want, but then we'll think the other person know that, know what we want. It's because we are in a relationship and we we automatically think that the person will relate to us when sometimes it's not the case sometimes you know people would know what you want and they just are selfish and giving it and then sometimes people honestly don't know what you want it's like some people really can't read minds for some of us it's a little easier because we can do that but a lot of other people cannot read minds and pick up on things like that like they just can't do it so sometimes we're gonna have to say what we want and what our needs are now it's up to you if you want to stick around and your needs not being met no we do that too so let's go to the next one 13 if you don't go to great lengths to please others they will abandon or reject you so i was kind of like this person like where i would go like because like my my friendships are like family to me like i don't like the word friend because in the word friend there's end i don't like it because friends end no family like my the people that i grew up with like they like they are my family. It's like we call each other sisters because that's more of how we are. Like that's more of the relationship. It's not friends. Like our, um, yeah, our relationship. I'm gonna say that not friendship because, like I said, friendship have an end in it, and I don't like that. So, but you can always you can be in a relationship with everyone. So, um. Of course, we have ups and downs in our relationship, just like everybody else does. And then what I look at is both people wanting to make the, the relationship better. That that means, you know, platonic or romantic. Like, if you have, you know, homegirls who you have known for a long time, it's up to you. It, it doesn't matter how long you've known anybody. 
is this person bringing joy to your life is this person helping you evolve or is this person just fucking toxic like we have to just ask those questions so um I'm a little bell. I got all the necklaces and bracelets on me. So that's that's me. <laughs> it ain't the Christmas man and the Salvation Army people that already ringing that stupid ass bell. <laughs> Boy, let you know about Christmas, don't I? They don't let you forget about it. Damn. We know y'all holiday is coming. Shit. Oh my gosh. It's just like you've been bombarded. It's like you gotta, it's like a force. Like, oh my gosh, back up a little bit like the over over possessive boyfriend like i told you we've been in a damn abusive relationship with these damn people since we came out the womb an abusive relationship with the government that's what we're in we're going to talk about it a lot in season four so, um so 14 when people disapprove of you it invariably means you are wrong or bad and hell no it does not some people does not want to hear the truth they just don't want to hear the truth about themselves or about anything because i swear when you tell people certain things it's like certain things invoke change so it's like people oh they are terrified of change they are terrified of that it's kind of like i don't know where i can't even speak on it because i change like <laughs> i have transformed so many times that's why it's conf- it's so wild and confusing to me that um, that people, when you say things, it's like, or people make you feel like you're wrong or something when you say things that they didn't want it, that they don't want to accept. Sometimes it's not even it don't even be the person that's even being um, disapproved of. It be people who just don't want to hear the truth and are stuck in you know a certain thought pattern. And we really can't help those people. So 15, happiness, pleasure, and fulfillment can occur only in the presence of others. And being alone is horrible. This is one thing. I don't know who the hell taught this, but this is the wrong thing to teach. This, my thing is picking up on a radio station. I don't know if y'all hear that. But um, it's picking up on a radio station. My soundboard. Yeah. So, that's what I was saying. Um happiness pleasure and fulfillment can occur only in the presence of others and being alone is horrible let me tell you something i enjoy my solitude i love it like i literally love it and like it even takes like i've always been like that so it, it wasn't nothing new when i when i was in high school and i would come home from high school because my grandma did not play that shit. She did not play that. She did not play. It wasn't no you going out with friends, going to the movies. You not doing none of that. It is you bring your ass home in this house where it's safe at. <laughs> and that's going to be it. Like, she did not play the radio. And I get it and I understand. And I'm appreciative of that. Because I've seen uh, people who were like my same age or people. I've just grown. I've just grown up to see how um how loving that was you know to be to give me boundaries and to give me rooms and to let me know you're not gonna run no damn streets 19 no matter how old you are you still bring your ass in this house when light lights come on you still gonna come in this house and you still gonna come in this house like that's just the way it was i will come home from school high school or even college and i go to my room and i just listen to my music or do something creative that will be every day every day i was never you know in the streets like that like as as i got a like um 
a little bit older, probably like because she passed when I was 19. But um, I was kind of like going with friends then, but all that spending the night, mm-mm, it wasn't went all that. And compared to other people who I was around, they didn't have rules like that. They was able to go out and party and, you know, do this and that. And, you know, I wasn't. And that kind of kind of molded me into who I am now. Like, I'm a homebody. My room is like my sanctuary. I have all everything I Well, not everything I need because I ain't got no refrigerator in here. But um, almost got, like, everything I need in my room. Um, that's just the way it was. And I'm appreciative of that. So, um, being alone, it kind of like, you get to know yourself when you're alone. You get to know your own energy when you're by yourself. So that when you go out and you, and you, and your energy mingle with somebody else, you know how to, you know how to, you know that that's not your energy. You know that's somebody that's putting their energy off on you or, or they're sending you some bad negative thoughts or whatever it is. But being in solitude and being alone is beneficial to your mental health to your emotional state sometimes it ain't good to be around people all the time because people don't be in their right mind they be messed up their damn self and they, and they need to be alone they damn self and we just are so afraid of i guess our own thoughts because what else the hell are we afraid of by being by, myself, being by ourselves even people in relationships who jump to relationships and relationships to relationship, to relationship, to relationship. They give their coochie, their penis, no break whatsoever. That shit is sickening to me. But anyway, um, number 16, there is perfect love and perfect and a perfect relationship. I definitely would not say there's a perfect love or a perfect relationship because once you get into that mind frame thinking that it's perfect, that's what spirit is gonna show your ass. No, the hell is not. This is duality, ain't nothing perfect. Y'all both down here to learn something from each other and just to learn, period, point, and the blank. That's just what it is. It ain't nothing perfect. It ain't no person that's perfect. It ain't just ain't nothing like that. Like, that's just perfectionism does not exist. It does not exist whatsoever, especially in this realm. Number 17, you shouldn't have to feel pain. You are entitled to a good life. Don't let the people walk around here thinking they can say, do, whatever the hell they want to because they will get they will, they'll feel like they obligated to just put pain on you like um and you have to come to the realization that hurt people hurt other people so it's kind of like you don't have to even stoop at your level to do tit for tat like we don't have to do that like there's a certain thing called law of attraction to where it's going to come back around what people put out is what they get back it may not come in the time that we want to come back when we get back but it's going to come back okay number 18 your worth it as a person depends on how much you achieve and produce so this is going about saying about um how much you put into yourself like how much do you put in yourself when you go out and in public how much do you put into yourself into your business that you want to succeed in like how much do you put in yourself how much do you think that you're worth you know some people go around thinking that um people have to say how much we're worth like now the thing is you know body works pretty much it's like you're worth to look at or you're worth attention if you have a body to show like it don't matter if you're on a youtube video if you are doing a drama, um, drama, um, blogs, um, music videos, it doesn't matter. Um, people think, take their worth off of, that's just 
in a relationship not even in a relationship just even if you know that's just what it is okay that's just what it is even i have done it so where um um this certain picture will attract the attention that i want okay um it can be a positive negative thing to that too because i've learned that physical attraction or physical anything is not all that all that there is you know what else is there so number 19 anger is automatically bad and destructive so anger can be act as a cleanser it's kind of like um it's kind of like you know how when you are are with people or whatever it ain't gotta be a relationship but business you know friendship relationship whatever you know how like when you um it's kind of like like I said, like it's a cleanse. It's kind of like say there's something that you need to do, but it's like, but it's like the only way a person can get you to do it is if like you get mad about it. So it's like there was something blocking, there was something that was stopping you from, you know, doing. Say I'm gonna take this as an example. Say like you're in a relationship, right? And Spirit gonna show you so many times how this person is no good for you, no good for you. But it's like nothing seems to, you know, rock your boat into leading. And to this one thing that really angers you really, 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 really bad. So you're like, okay, that's it. That's it. Like, I am done with it. It's kind of like, you see how it took you to get anger, to be cleansed of whatever it is, so that you will be, have the strength to be able to leave. You see how that is? Like, yeah. So that's why, like, anger is not a bad thing. Like, I, we live in the world of duality. You're going to get mad and happy probably the same damn time. Like that's just what that's just what's gonna happen. Might the same damn time, but it's kind of like even I've learned how to not to be from to to go to extremes. It's like just stay kind of like in the middle. What I mean by that, say like something happened, right? Like I'm not saying that I'm supposed to be too mad about, but just like kind of like in the middle, just observe from your position, you know, without attaching attack attaching emotions to it. This is something I had to learn too. Um. Oh my god, I'm blind. I just went blank. Why did you do that? Um, what I was just saying. Uh, so I was saying, you know, you get me. Uh, I forgot. That sucks. Yeah, like I was saying about anger and um, you know, your cleanse, all that. I'll, it'll probably come back up, but that sucks. It just went freaking blank. Um, so we're going to 20. It is bad or wrong to be selfish or uh, wrong. So these are type of type of thoughts. These are called irrational ideas or thoughts or beliefs. And this is what like we will tell ourselves. This is what people will make try to make us believe. And so um, I want to go back to this anger because I'm mad I forgot about that. So anger is automatically bad. And like I said, yeah, we live in a world of duality. Oh, okay, extremes. Thanks, spirit. So extremes. So I have learned about extremes from being too happy and not from being from from going from too being too happy to going to being, you know, really, really mad. I'm just saying, you know, stay right in the middle. Just observe of what is this supposed to be teaching me? What am I supposed to be taking out of this situation right here? Because people will get really, really mad and they will do things that's going to cost them their life or somebody else's life. So that's why I wouldn't suggest going anymore to go to from one extreme to the next. 
you know, I had to learn that how to kind of like stay in the middle. Of course, I still get mad and I and I get happy, but um, I've learned to not get overly happy about things, and I've learned how to not get overly upset and mad about things and just observe it or just take a step back and to see, you know, how I'm really supposed to be observing this information right now, because everything is energy, and so um. The situation is just energy. It's an energetic shift or trying to bring about an energetic shift. And so, you know, that's what I had to say. That Oh, my God, I hope that never happens again. So, um, it is bad or wrong to be selfish. Uh, wrong answer. So, selfishness is... Selfishness is when... Now, yeah, there can be people who are selfish. Yeah, we get that part. But being selfish is not wrong being because we have all because some people have been selfless but nobody brings that up but time you are selfish the natural people learn words that people can talk so selfish is kind of like people are trying to make you feel bad for wanting to spend time by yourself it's like why do <laughs> that's the weirdest thing i've ever seen and it's kind of like people make you feel bad about you spending time by yourself it's because they can't spend time by their self so they're pushed and they're sending out that negative thought of they what they have to you, which is definitely not true. Solitude and you being by yourself will bring in so many positive, um, like it was bring so much positive energy into your life when you learn and know your energy. Like we go out every day into the world and we be around so many people that we don't really know what's our energy what's our thoughts what's our emotions just because of the energetic you know thing you know all that shit going on in the public that's why i don't like going out in the public i really don't i try i try and i try and i try like i just don't like it i just don't like it being out in public another thing people literally walk like they we they watch me they stare at me a lot when i'm in public like i remember one time somebody told me like you're like an enigma an enigma. i didn't even know what that word meant but i kind of understand like um kind of like how kind of like how you know what was said about your work when i go out i'm, I'm dressing I'm, I'm not even dressing to impress i'm just dressing because that's how i express my creativity through dressing and through you know clothing and through hairstyles and through jewelry that's how i dress and then um yeah i wear a lot of dark clothing yeah i do but i don't know i guess that's what type people attention i have a lot of dark clothing and then, you know, I'm fatigued. I'm very small. For me to be very small and have all the kids that I have with me, people, they, they see their daddy and they'll say something like that, but they don't never, they don't recognize. They think I'm one of them kids. Um, but that's, it's kind of like, a, it's a compliment because that means I'm taking care of myself and I'm doing enough laughing to where I don't look old in the face. Cause I'm telling you, when you be mad all the time and, and be, and have an attitude all the time or just got bad negative energy, it makes you look old really, really quick. It makes you look old and be mad all the time. It takes many muscles in your face for you to quench up and have that ugly look on your face and be mad all the time. That takes a lot of energy and a lot of a lot of muscles energy. It takes a lot of it. That's why you look old really quick when you're always mad. Compared to when you're laughing, that's an, an endorphin. That's like a it's like a drug that's being released. You know, um, we're gonna get more into that. So the last one is you are helpless and have no control over what you experience or feel so like i said you know if you don't know what to expect you know set intentions before you um before you go out 
this was a great um this one was great refuting irrational ideas so there are five steps that we also read that can um, eliminate your irrational beliefs or your hold on release y'all hear that um feedback of the radio station that is crazy in certain spots i put it in it picks up a radio station yeah it picks up a radio station not my music playing in the background but it picks up a radio station that i can just hear in the headphones so we have another one and we're going to talk about this eliminating these irrational ideas and these irrational thoughts now we're going to talk about um disputing and eliminating our rational ideas so um you know the, these ideas based off on you know negative self-talk um you should be able to um focus on your emotional response like that you have with these thoughts that pass through um dispute and change the irrational self-talk we constantly um negative self-talk ourselves so we, if we can you know um work on you know telling ourselves or just writing out affirmations that's going to help us you know reverse or you know check our thoughts on where they're heading so um we have select the rational idea that you wish to dispute i'm not going to go too much too much detail because um it's going to be too much longer so disputing the irrational self-talk select the irrational idea that you wish to dispute Number two, is there any rational support for this idea? Like, why, like, what's the point of thinking it? Like, what is it going to lead to? Um, what evidence exists for the falseness of this idea? Like, where did it come from? Um, where where did you get the idea from? Uh, was it self-talk? Was it somebody else told you? Where's the evidence that tells you that this idea is correct? So number four, does any evidence exist for the truth of this idea? So if the idea is not true, if the idea is false, where did you get it from? So um, is this just, um, you know, self-talk that something that we kind of develop? Because sometimes we don't learn how to problem solve. We don't learn, we don't have any problem solving skills. So we go straight to negative self-talk or we just go bashing and getting angry and destroying everything, destruction. So, what is the worst thing that could happen to you if you were to not think this irrational idea? What would happen? So, number six, what good things might occur um, if you were to let this thought go? Um, yeah, so that was how you, you know, kind of like, and they also had a simple, um, a simple homework sheet where you can write this, you can literally write it out. It was like homework but i'm gonna do all of this like in our um in our healing notes itself so um it ain't gonna be exactly like this i'm gonna come up with my own like worksheets but it was a good idea to have worksheets that you'll be able to have so that you can go back and look and see how much progress you have because i feel like that's how you can kind of keep track if you write things down and if you keep track of like the things that you're doing 
So we're gonna um, bypass the relieving the um, the thoughts and everything, and we're gonna go into relieving worries and anxiety. Anxiety is just like not knowing what's gonna happen um, in the future. Pretty much, that's kind of like what um, worry and anxiety is. Worrying is like pretty much thinking about something that you feel like you have no control on. So you can um, dissonating from worry thoughts. I'm pretty sure we. Okay, so how do you um, get rid of worrying thoughts? Pretty much, you can just replace it with um, mindful thoughts, or just go straight go start doing um, mindful meditations um, every day, so that you can keep up with what you're. Um... So, um, what they are called is kind of like um, this is how anxiety is. So it's a sequence that shows how safety behaviors maintain and often worsen with anxiety. So there can be a threat, a specific threat, something that creates uncertainty about about your safety. Then there comes the worrying when you're thinking about a catastrophic thing that could happen in hopes of reducing uncertainty, which is the threat. Then comes the anxiety and then the fear increases the longer you worry. Then there are safety behaviors that help you avoid threat or somehow reduce it. Anxiety is temporarily decreases. Then there's no learning tech takes place that the threat can't hurt you. You don't learn to tolerate uncertainty. Um, a specific threat reappears and the secret sequence repeats. It goes over and over and over again until you understand until you understand what this threat is and able to let go of this worry and this fear. So, um, we often have now the types of safety behaviors is excessive reassurance seeking. We're constantly looking out people to reassure us that this is correct. This is right. Should I be doing this? Should I be doing that? What's your opinion? What should not? Like, it's like, we don't need all that. Like, sometimes we, we get upset about other people not helping us when it's like spirit. Like, you can help yourself. I gave you the tools to help your damn self. Like, you don't need to go in nobody else's toolbox unless they ask you to go in their toolbox or unless they give they open their toolbox to give you some damn tools. But other than that, you ain't got to be, like, depending on nobody. Then we have distraction. We are definitely distracted by fucking news and drama on a daily basis. I ain't never seen so many drama channels and blogs in my life. I have never seen, like somebody said the other day, one of my friends, they was like, um, drama is not going to last. Like, don't mind want to go back seeing no drama that was 10 years ago that you were talking about. Like, you got to have more than that, more than drama. What else are we talking about? And not somebody else's life. Because it's like, okay, if you're going to be a drama channel, let's, let's pick some segments where you talk about your life and what you doing and drama that's going on in your life because it's easy to speak on somebody else that's very very easy but let's talk about your demons in your closet see they're not gonna this that's very hard to do i really think a lot of these drama blogs be um what's the word that they that people what's the word they're like pushing their insecurities off on other people it's kind of like yeah they'll be making this video about somebody but they're really talking about their self so we have procrastination. Oh my God, it's the worst one. Oh my God, it's the worst one. Procrastination will keep you from like living your best life. 
I don't know what the hell it is about procrastination. It's like a, a whole other disease that should be like put into the national health directory or something. So checking and double checking, not having so checking and double checking is kind of like not having faith. It's kind of like not letting kind of like net not letting your fruits come to labor. That's when you don't have kind of like how you know how we post something on social media and then we'll go back to see it and check it to see if somebody like this picture somebody watch my videos somebody like that's very tiring just put shit up and let it leave it there it's gonna be there forever it ain't going nowhere unless you delete it so um yeah avoidance avoidance builds things up builds things up build things up and it's kind of like you don't want things to build up to where now um it's it's going to be an explosion so that's why it's good to take care of things that's go that I, that procrastination avoidance should be with procrastination because that's pretty much what it is it's good to kind of like take care of things you know before it gets wild and under control even if even if it's uh, like a situation that you have to fix or someone you have to talk to um over preparation I, I have all these different things so over preparation that's kind of like what i have done like with certain things like with business, with magic, with a lot of those things. It's like spirit is like telling you, you don't need to study anymore. You've done all of the studying. Now it's time to put your studying to work. Now it's time to go into the lab. Then we have perfectionism, something that I thought I wanted to be or who I was, definitely not. It takes too much energy to try to be a perfectionist or try to perfect things when no things are perfect. Um, then we have drugs, alcohol, anxiety, medications. Um, yeah, people do um, self-medicate, but it's kind of like, uh, what else? I mean, there are so many different self-medicating, and it's not just marijuana and weed. It's not just drinking. Like, it's you can self-medicate and sit and watch a damn TV all day. You can self-medicate and listen to podcasts all day. You can self-medicate and listen to music, therapeutic music all day. It's kind of like, why would you not want to... Um, I mean, I understand, like, um, some things people go overboard, and some things, alternatives, are not, like, self-healing. They're not, like, I get that part. No, but anything else, leave the damn marijuana alone. Let let us live in peace. We ain't bothering nobody, and we damn sure ain't getting behind no damn car wheels and damn getting the car accidents, okay? That's not happening. You ain't heard about that. So let's stop doing that. Um, relieving worry and anxiety... So I'm going to say about this, facing fear and avoidance, we just talked about that, anger and no collation, we just talked about that, um, goal setting and time management. So um, we're probably going to talk about this too. Um, this book is literally going to be, this is my school book, but you can order these books off of um, Amazon, because that's what I'm going to have to do next year. I'm going to, instead of buying my books from the bookstore at school, I'm going to just order my books off of Amazon to where I can continue my studying and, um, you know, really implement these, what I'm learning into, um, I'm going to say that my courses, I'm probably going to be doing like, I'm going to stone big dumb, going to be doing a whole bunch of stuff. Like, um, this really like this book really like open up, you know, what I had already been doing. Um, assertiveness training we're going to talk about that too but this this whole book i want to go into with everybody nutrition and stress exercise 
everything like that you know exercise is the most easiest to be able to fight off stress and uh, um like the number one um relaxing technique that you can kind of like do at any time like you can walk around you know your neighborhood and 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 have and do walking meditation and it kind of like you know get and it, it it keeps you in shape like it keeps you in shape like when you're in shape and not bottled down with stress or with um you know just like everyday life like you were able to live like a healthier a healthier life like people who exercise don't stress as much because they exercise um and it come it comes out through your sweat when you're exercising i don't know i don't even know if that's true i just said it because it kind of makes sense of why you would exercise um you would just stress out the um sweat out the stress so um that's all i'm gonna do this is the last show for season three y'all and here's a little thank you thank you for being my friend when i needed one hey i know it's so cute um i'm gonna give me another soundboard because i like this i feel this thing all day um so get ready for season three season three is going to be january 2nd 2022 i'm also going to be um setting up a website like a so where we can interact with each other um a little bit more i actually would like to do and i have so much to do i would actually like to do an app um because those are so easy to create now i will actually like to do an app where like we can communicate more like well um of course i'm gonna have guests this time i promise i'm just gonna create guests i don't give them it ain't gotta be spiritual at this point we're just gonna we're gonna have guests this time <laughs> such an introvert oh my goodness but i i want to have great i may even put some out like before the season we start to even have the the shows pre-recorded you know and so um yeah i appreciate y'all for listening all the way to the end because it's gonna be a very long one um uh, um have fun with your families for mm, i do not like saying christmas <laughs> i do not like saying um for the festivities okay we're gonna say that we're gonna stick with that um have fun with with, with these people festivities and ain't holidays because they ain't our damn holidays <laughs> if it was up to us we wouldn't buy another damn thing every year um <laughs> Cause I swear, can you find the? Can you? Can you? Do you know what this stuff? Even the kids, cause you? Can you find the toys that we bought them last year? Nope, no, we cannot. They all broke. They all go away. We can't find them. So that was a waste. It was a complete waste. We could have put that money towards something else. That's what I be talking about. That's what I be talking about. I want to give throughout the year. I don't want you. I don't want to wait. Oh my God, we already know what that is, but. I appreciate you all for listening and just look out you know i may be still posting things on my youtube I, if you haven't either um i did the sigil i told you how to make a do your own sigils on my youtube too after i did the segment on my podcast so i'm gonna be doing a lot of that a lot of implementing the podcast with the youtube because you know i'm a visual learner and i like to show you what i'm teaching you you know other than you know i like the podcast too because you know you know you don't you can't see me you just have to focus on my on my voice and what i'm talking about which is so important oh my gosh you will get lost in a youtube video i'm telling you by by looking at what the person got on everything you will get distracted but um 
you know, enjoy your festivities, enjoy your family. I hope to see you all and hear you all back for season four. I hope you all enjoyed this season and everything, all the topics. And until next time, guys and goddesses, peace. Thank you.